to the Art of Play podcast. Here today, we are talking about the research of fun, talking to people who are contagiously playful, and inviting you to find creative ways to stay curious and developing at your best human self. Happy Friday. Today, we are talking again about intuition, and we are... I interviewed one of my favorite intuitive people. Her name is Kara Thompson, and Kara is magic personified. She is one of those amazing people who seems to flow really well with her life. And then in interviewing her, I found out that she has a lot of flow, yes, but she also thrives on a lot of um, structure and predictability. So it's it was a really fascinating interview, and I did have to edit it down quite significantly because we had this amazingly wonderful intuitive conversation that that went on quite a while. So I've edited it for time. Um, and so I will insert a few just explanations here and there in the conversation in order to explain how we are jumping sort of from topic to topic. But without further ado, Kara Thompson. So today we have Kara Thompson and she's amazing. I found Kara on Instagram, but as we've been chatting, it seems like we have been running in similar circles, just kind of missing each other for maybe just over a decade. Yes. So wow. it's been it's been really good. So why don't you tell the good people who you are and what you do? Okay. Well, my name is Kara Thompson and I am who am I? What am I doing? Um, I am a mother, a wife and mother, um, and I live in Cottonwood Heights. We've I've lived in Utah now going on 17, 18 years, and uh, I live here, and I'm a yoga teacher, and I work for the jazz as the uh, on-court entertainment host. And I do a host of other things, but it <laughs> I know if you if you find <laughs> Kara online, <laughs> she does everything. The woman is amazing. <laughs> You're nice. You're so nice. if you if you haven't been to a jazz game and seen her, Kara is immensely entertaining. She's super okay. engaging, and I feel like you bring that energy everywhere. So that must be you. Yeah, uh, I I love basketball, but um, don't ask me to like tell you any like stats or analysis or anything like that. Um, the way that job kind of came into my life is such a miracle. I feel like my um, husband and his best friend were just casually you know, looking at the classifieds for the jazz. It's their dream job to always be there. And so they were checking it out and saw the job listing and they were like, you have to try out. And I had just had Selma and was going through a transition and I was like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not like, I'm not that person. Like, no way. That's a lot of people. 20,000. No, I don't have any training. I didn't go to school for that. And for a month they tried to convince me. And, um, it was just really interesting to walk in there at a stage in my life where I had never worked for corporate America before. I had never had like a real, real job. And, um, I basically said, I have modeled, I've done a few things, um, that give me the confidence to stand in front of a crowd, but I've never done this before, but I think I could do it. And they trusted me, and I do feel like they felt an energy um, that is really a 
something that I think works in that culture. Like I think in basketball sports culture and Utah specifically, I'm a really good mix um, for the type of fan and also trying to um, bridge the gap between Utah fans and basketball culture. I think that they took a calculated risk and it's been working out really well. So I would far. say so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, having a good time. And, and it, like you make everybody else have a good time, which is the point at a yes. jazz game. Yeah. So we're, we're all there to have a good time. And I, you know, it's, it took me about a year of really trying to be something else and, or be what I thought they wanted me to be. And they've been really kind just to say like, this is you, this is, we want your energy, your style, bring yourself. So I feel like this is my third season and yeah, COVID's definitely changed the way it, um, things are looking this season, but I definitely feel like I'm coming into like, I can take a deep breath. I can slow down a little bit and like enjoy people's company and, um, and not think so much about, um, making sure I get everything perfect, but making sure that I make a lasting impression with the fans. So that's my goal. That, well, you do a good job. Your good. engagement is awesome. So, so we talked a little bit about talking about evolution kind of as like we grow into these roles. And you mentioned that a few different times, like you were in a transition after having a baby and then growing into like a professional role. How has that sort of shaped you in your adult life? Do you feel like you're ever evolving or do you feel like it's circumstances that you're evolving for? Mm. Um, Not to get too woo right off the bat. Hey, bring (laughs) it. (laughs) Uh, I I love to use um, tarot. Uh, I've always identified my mom grew up having a best friend that read cards and and birth charts and I was told from an early age that my life card was the wheel of fortune and um, there's many different illustrations Um, artists make the tarot cards all the time right and so um, I never really understood what it meant until I found a deck that really resonated with me Um, and what I'm coming to realize is I absolutely am a person and have led a life that um, is constantly changing. I feel like, like even when we were talking before, like, oh, my, I went to school for interior design. Like, what? Like, when did you do that? Like, <laughs> I thought you were doing this. Like, I, what are we doing? Um, I have always had many, many interests and um, have kind of just always had the space to, like, pursue. And I absolutely think that I am ever changing and like please let me know if I feel like stuck in one thing for too long because that's how I know like I think growth comes yeah and I believe in consistency and like choosing things to hold on to but um life is change and um I I've been really blessed to have many many um experiences in my life um that are unique and varied. And I think it helps um, when there's a lot of exposure like that. There is a grounding sense because I can feel comfortable amongst chaos and change because I'm I'm used to it. I thrive off of it, really. So, so when you say you, if you're in one spot for too long, do you then look for new things or do you just open yourself up for more change. Um, so I'm actually also a Taurus, which is, um, really grounded and, and 
actually doesn't really like change. So if you were to ask me, like, do you like change? It, I wouldn't actually say that I Initially, love your it. Reaction. But I think that many things, I, I, have, I feel like I have a sense of, I, it sounds weird, but like I feel like I can call things in. I feel like um, things that are meant for me come to me. And, um, and so it's more not me necessarily seeking things out. I feel like um, just a lot, I, I just feel really blessed to be honest. Like a lot of blessings have come my way and yeah, remaining open to them um, has allowed me to kind of take many shapes. To take it in mm-hmm. because it's not necessarily moving on and leaving behind. Exactly. It's, it's just taking more in. Yes. It's, it's more opportunity coming in. Yes. And that's a lot of light, right? There's, mm-hmm. that's a lot of light. And I've also realized as I get older and find that I have, there's sort of like a, a magnetism or some, I also have realized that I have to be even more protective of um, myself and boundaries with people and energy um, because there is a balance of always bringing in, you know, um, and so lots of lots of lessons through work life, through um, being in a partnership, in a marriage, being a mother, um, all these things teach teach the lessons. So, yeah, well, and I think if we're open to those opportunities, they will teach us a whole lot faster than looking back and regretting and then learning. Right. You know, it's it's better to kind of be open to that progression in the process instead of after. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, I've always been a really independent person and have trusted myself a lot. And i that's absolutely like due to environment and my circumstance. I'm like I said, I was raised by a single mother and I'm an only child. And so I'm kind of used to like looking out for myself and being aware of what's going on. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's something that I've, I just kind of know. Yeah. Do I, do I pursue this? Do I, yeah, be open and protect yourself at the same time. So you grew up in, as an only child, single mom. Mm-hmm. And then has that, as we're, just as we're talking about evolution, is that part of your rooting is realizing that independence very early and realizing you have all of this potential kind of that you're tapping into? Hmm. Um, I, you know, it's so crazy to think how many people are on this planet and how many different lives and realities are happening. And of course, when I was younger, like it's all I knew, like my parents divorced when I was really, really young, five months old, really. And so it being, um, by myself, uh, as a, as a child was, was all I knew. Um, and things felt hard. And of course, you know, I'd go to school and kind of compare and, oh, you know, but it, 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 I, I think innately I also just came as like a very independent person so if you couldn't tell already Kara is amazingly intuitive about how she um sort of looks back on her life as well as how she lets that guide her life moving forward and she talked a lot about how she needed 
you know, she needs hindsight, but at the same time, um, the predictability and, and things of life are only informed by your past life. And, and here, and now I'm going to have you listen to her talking about teaching because she's also an amazing yoga teacher and, um, and shares her gifts through, you know, streaming yoga and, and teaching others through yoga. So here's, here's another little clip. Yes. It's, and yoga has really, really, um, taught me a lot about that. And especially as, um, developing my own personal practice but as a teacher as well like seeing how the repetitive nature of practices that you hold dear how they shape and refine how um they can really heal and and pull and bring out um emotions memories um all these things in the body and it's it's been now at this stage in my life it's funny cuz i i remember like i was always a very detail oriented person as a child one of the biggest i don't have a ton of memories of my childhood to be honest because i didn't have siblings i don't have someone to i'm i'm not my mother and i are i have all the love for her in the world we're not especially close um and so there's not a lot of um reminiscing reminiscing and going back and um and so I don't have um a lot of crazy tons of memories from my childhood but I I do um I do remember loving to write down what I wanted my life to look like when I grew up and how I wanted like to the very fine detail detail, how I wanted my home to smell the type of pebbles I wanted on my driveway the all the type all the all of these things and um it's really interesting that I have been able to uh bring in manifest I really do think that we are creators of our destiny and and um writing down and 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 feeling those things out like I feel like we already kind of know like we come out from the womb kind of already our Knowing. own person like yeah. having like our own things and so it's been beautiful to see it through all of my children through myself um through my husband oh my gosh like to see the their his changes and my my all everybody it's really life is crazy like and so beautiful and um I don't know what's going on I don't know what we're doing <laughs> what are we doing right well, <laughs> but then at the same time I think looking back informs you of how far you have come yes. and how far you still can go yeah right? there's all of the options to not that you have to and it's not this oppressive yeah. There's so there's so much farther to go. And it also has I think looking back at all the lives that I've led and all of the maybe not so good choices that I've made and things that have it really has allowed me to hold space for other people. I feel like I'm in a place right now where I've there's been a lot of there has been a lot of change um in the way in my lenses and how I look at the world. And um or I should say um in 
in my language. There, I the way I like describe my world has changed a little bit, and I think it is interesting for some people who knew me seven years ago, fourteen years ago. You know, all of, like it's difficult for people, and I'm seeing it in my other friends too, who have changed um, and progressed. It's difficult for people who knew someone from 15 years ago to say you you're you're faking like this right isn't, this isn't you this, this isn't, isn't you. the you I yes, know yes and so um and for me I look back and I'm like wow I know that probably a lot of people are like hmm she doing (laughs) but it like allows me to hold space because I'm like I really am not that person like I'm really right like I believe like on a molecular level a cellular level like we literally do change over like we are different people down to that like and 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 so that's on an energetic our likes our our tastes like everything can change so we moved on to from talking about sort of the evolution of growing as a human being um, into the meaning of selfishness. And we had a really great discussion about selfishness, but unfortunately it went on for about 15 minutes. So I'm going to give you some of the best chunks. But her, essentially this and what I took and learned from Kara about selfishness is that there is no living without somehow having the self-propelled notion that you need to survive and to survive well you need to know you only know your best self and so that's kind of the lead in and I'll let her take it home from here. I mean, I think the word selfish in, in and of itself is is an overused word and maybe isn't correctly defined, right? Because why does what does selfish really mean? Um, I mean, it's all about intent, but I think um, there's so many things that I, and, and for sure as a mother, that I have struggled with wanting to give myself and feeling selfish. I can get triggered because it nothing is selfish. Like I've grown up my whole life thinking that I was selfish, but really it's like, what else is there other than actively trying to stay alive essentially but like yeah. what is what else is there as an individual whether you've taken on roles as a mother wife any, anything that connects you to any other energy what else is there we are, we're only trying to survive and and in order to do that we have to care and in order before we even care we have to know right mm-hmm. and before we know and then and then we care and then we can love and hold space and those are the things and it starts at every level um caring for our body and and loving our body and um being aware of what we put in it and and if those that taking time to rub that body out if you need to yeah exactly you know if you need to go get a massage or whatever like those things taking time to be alone taking time like if those things are looked at um, as selfish, 
I don't, I don't know. And service, I feel like is the natural progression, progression of someone, like you said, who is like aware of their own divine nature. And so it's like, well, if I'm this, if I'm good, then everybody else, like what Can makes be. me? Yes. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I, I always, um, I'm thinking, you know, we're having in this like radical self-love movement right now um, and wellness practitioners and and gurus and enlightened ones abound, right, with their courses and their trainings and the six weeks fixes and detoxes and all the things to like help you. Um, But I just remember like at the like deepest, darkest, like hardest parts of of my life thinking, how am I ever going to get out of this moment that I'm in or this phase that I'm in right now? Um, just how looking back, how grateful I was for those moments. Cause I think, um, no guru, no like book, no podcast, no Mm -hmm. anything is going to like change or remove the, is it the moat? Uh, the nothing can like, allow you to see until you like choose that you want to see the thing until you're quote unquote selfish enough Mm -hmm. to see yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well and that ties hand in hand with like agency and free will and without without you taking advantage of your own free will you don't take care of yourself and that's the the only person you can Mm. you know your kids have their own they will go their own path Mm -hmm. they will make their own choices I can't even control my dog yeah like like, I mean it's just the only person I have 100% control over is me yeah okay so again then Kara and I had an amazing discussion about motherhood and sort of the progression of that 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 takes and how um, that sometimes parts of motherhood aren't intuitive. I assumed that they would be very intuitive to me and a lot, and some things just aren't. And so it was kind of learning to show up authentically for myself as well as showing my kids that, you know, I am learning as I go and, and you know, trying to be my best, but sometimes my best is still hopefully my best tomorrow is better than my best today. And we talked a lot about the guidance that it takes, you know, the intuitive nature of motherhood is kind of feeling out each child and making sure they have what they need to support each of their strengths and, and, and then the support to learn about their weaknesses. And, you know, and that's kind of hard. It's, it's a really tough learning curve. So we talked a little bit about that, and here's a few snippets from that. I, these ones are kind of disjointed, but they're really, she just has such great thoughts. So here you go. As a mom, like, I did not, I struggled so much early on, and I know that I, I, I felt, I'm not, no, I don't know if I was, had postpartum depression, but I, I was never diagnosed and I, but I, I remember feeling like a lot of sadness, a lot of rage, a lot of like, why, like I want my, and, and frankly, like, how do we go? Like the choices that we make, right? Like I started having kids. I got married when I was 20. I had my first when I was 23. And like, there was a lot of like, 
where, where's me? Where's me? Like, yeah. and, and it's so weird. Cause it's like, if, if I, it would have been really nice to have some time in my twenties to mess up and enjoy and, and go out, out and find myself yeah. and all these things. Um, but would I like go back and change it? Of course not. Like, I'm so happy with where we're at right now. And I feel like this is like the beginning of a whole new, like this spring, this coming sort of, I'm hoping what it feels like that out of this pandemic, out of this massive, like sort of bound phase, like I feel this blooming happening in my life, in my relationships, in my career, um, and I know, again, that's not the reality for everybody. There's been so much suffering and loss in the last little while here. It's, like, really hard to fathom. But I feel really, really grateful for for the lessons, the particular path that I chose. It could have ended up a million different ways, um, but I feel like I've kind of rolled through, and I'm just finding, fi- continuing to find my way as an individual, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, my biggest goal is like that I'm being authentic and open in front of my children so that they can feel permission to to mess up I mean my 14 year old son right now is I'm calling him a prodigy I don't on the piano yes uh yeah so just watch out for Kara's (laughs) stories where her 14 year old son just like whips out Mozart like it's not a big deal I don't know what's going on I I mean I literally don't know what's going on <laughs> it's, it's amazing I mean if you don't know what she's talking about just he it's amazing. asked for a piano last year I was classically trained up until I was 16 and then like basically haven't touched it since um but he just uh asked he asked for a piano and um I was like being super annoying about it because I wanted a I wanted a grand piano. I had had it in my mind that I wanted this grand piano. My son was 14 and had to beg me for a piano. We couldn't afford it and so I talked to my husband and he uh found a $350 keyboard on KSL. He sat down and had art and just started picking out the Minecraft song which is like really moody and actually kind of cool but yes and so he's picking that out and I'm like what is how does he know this already long story short a year later he is Rachmaninoff Amelie I'm telling you look inception like the most stunning pieces too like he has taste in music he has the I can't, He anyway. has the feeling and dimension. He's got it all. He's like an artist, yes. right? And so as I'm watching this happen, like I'm in the moment when I bought him the keyboard, like I had no idea that this was, but as I keep going, these things are becoming re- like they're revealing themselves to me. Like I can see it so clearly, like how his, like it makes so much sense. As a kid, he used to do crazy things with his fingers and I, we took him in to get evaluated. And now I'm like, no, this is like how he sees like patterns and he, and even still like, doesn't know, like, I wish I had all the money in the world to like send him to a, you know, a master's. I wish we lived in the the Renaissance where we could just go send him to hang out with like, you know, all the artists and all the artists for a summer. I can't, we, that's not the same thing, but he, it is beautiful about our, technology he is teaching himself and he is he is a he finds and he's looking up things online and doing all these really cool things and I'm like this hasn't I mean it may like 
I originated some, with you. Obviously. I have some music, like I have musical talent, but like this has nothing to do with me. Like, and, and when you think of gifts and God and talent and creativity for really what it is as an energy, like I have to like take into account this energy has probably been going through my family trying to find its, its way, expression. its expression. And what an honor, like what an honor of like, I always think it's so funny when parents like get, there's the, a dynamic of like, well, like a sense of jealousy or if their kid can do something right. better, but it's like, no, that if you, if there's another way like that you can remove a lens to look at this, like what an honor, like it is our role to like whatever, like manifest whatever you are able to conjure and create in you. Like you are now like creating that in, in another, in human, another being. human being and, and being their witness, yes. witnessing that they are finally, the outlet for that expression in such a beautiful manifestation. Yeah. And, and obviously that plays differently with each child and all the things. All right. So here again, um, Kara, we had a, we had a really great, we had a really great discussion. I wish you all could have been a fly on the wall because it progress it flowed really beautifully. Um, but then in listening to it back, it didn't, um, flow in the way of, um, maybe for an audience. Um, but Kara delved a little bit into her heritage and I will let her share her own story of that because she comes from a really good rooted place of finding herself in where she came from. I think I, um, I'm, so I'm mixed. My father's from Liberia, West Africa. My, my mother's Italian and German, but born and raised in Indiana. Um, and being mixed, um, I've always like found, I, I just feel like I have this unique sense of it's okay to be me. Cause I think for so long I was like, even in that aspect, um, like racially, I was like feeling how, where do I fit in? And that was like a huge part of my life is like trying to put masks on or be something to please someone else mm -hmm. so I could fit in and, and, and survive. Yeah. And, um, and it really has taken such a long time to realize almost superpower that I feel like I have, like, I feel like there is this, a grounded nature in me because there has like, I feel like physically being mixed has really taught me how to be in the center. All right. And this last little bit is a clip. Um, Kara talks a little bit about advocating and being in tune with your own needs in order to help others. And I feel like that really jives with the whole purpose behind this podcast, which is the Oliver Fund and sort of knowing where you find joy knowing where you find happiness in life allows you to open up those opportunities for other people, allows you to bring others into that sort of humanness of experiencing joy altogether. And um, she talks a lot about in order to know how to help others, um, knowing yourself is a key portion of that. To know that everybody has those powers, those rights, um, and 
how do we how do we advocate how do we hold space how do we amplify how do we um how do we become allies how do we have conversations that are uncomfortable how do we um it, with ourselves with our family with right. our friends um there's just there's a lot floating around that we can be doing right now and um and hopefully like this last year i hope that there was medicine in it for for everyone like i for most the most and i again i recognize my privilege and like i where we live and like things are good here yeah. um and for the most part most people that i've spoken to friends and not just here all over the world um have found so much good in this time of kind of unplugging a little bit, being forced to unplug and slow down and um, assess what's really important in life and realize like literally our health really is so is vital. It's the, it's number one. Yeah. Honestly, like care for ourselves and our bodies uh, is the top priority. It really is top. Yeah. And so I'm trying, I feel all sorts of, Thing. Like the more sensitive, the older I become, like the more sensitive I am to like the vibrations that I'm putting out and how it feels in my body and like the things that I do and where energy stores and where trauma stores and where joy stores and all of these things. And it's like a matter of like, we're like trying to drive, a, learn how to drive a car, like yeah. <laughs> almost trying to le- learn how to drive stick. By yourself yes. in England, like on the wrong side of the road, That's wrong what side of the a car. body is yes. like. <laughs> because you lived through your teens and your twenties, you think that you know how to do it, and then suddenly Everything you're like, changes, and that and that's the pattern right. of rearing a child too. You get through, you have your baby, yeah. you, you go, you think for the days that you're in the hospital that that's oh that's cute. Then you go home and you're like, oh wait crap and, and they then, just let us leave with this thing <laughs> I know like it's just everything is constantly I think maybe that's the theme of today is like embracing honoring we are yeah. agents of change yes I love that that was perfect <laughs> okay if there was one thing that you could say that everybody who heard it would just take to heart and like eat it up mm. what would that be well, I'm going to my, I, I found a, thought of a saying, to know who you are, to love who you are, and lead with an open heart is kind of like my vibe right now. I feel like I want everybody to like get excited about who they are and who their parents were and who their grandparents were and their family and like let yourself like fall in love with like your story whether or not it's bad or good or hard or like there was a you know like fall in love with everything all the miracles literally all the miracles that had to have happened from the beginning of time to get you to to who you are right now or for you to be born um know that and 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 find love and and excitement and joy about that like here i am like i'm still breathing i'm alive i have purpose i have there's a plan here and um 
whether we know what it is or not. Right. You know, like literally, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I have accepted the fact that like I can trust. I, I feel like a joy. I feel health. I feel all these blessings. And so it's just my job to like continue to breathe and walk in the, the next the next right step. Well, you have been a pleasure to have Thank on you. today. Thank you for, for coming. <laughs> Drink your water and put your lotion on and call it a day, you know? Perfect. <laughs> All right. I want to thank Kara for being willing to do that and for coming and being such a wonderful presence in my home on a mic. And, um, I just want to thank her and encourage you to go look her up, find her on social media. She is an active participant in life and you can engage with her on social media. So then again, here's the weekend. Here's just a little reminder to play good, think good, and do good. Because a little from everyone 